And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Our text is taken from Acts chapter 8, verses 5 to 8. Our same text from last week. Amen? Acts chapter 8. Can you go to verse, verse 7, please? That's where we were discussing the Bible, the Holy Spirit through Luke chronicled all the miracles that happened when Philip went to Samaria. And we started talking about them last week. You know, someone asked me innocently, they said, Pastor, why do, why do we have to take time to go through the miracles listed in this passage? And I understand because I read some commentaries, they wouldn't touch it. They went right over these miracles. And quite a few people amen, are not used to going through and detailing exactly what these miracles are. Why are we being so detailed about the healings and freedom from demonic oppression? The person asked. Let me say this. First of all, God recorded it. Amen? So if God recorded it, it must be important. Mm-hmm. It is in the word. So we have to discuss it. Is that all right? If it's good for God, then it's good for me. God saw it necessary to expose the plans of the enemy sins. That's what's happening there. God chronicled through different men all the miracles that took place because he wanted to expose the plans of the devil. We are told in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11, we should not be ignorant concerning the devices of the enemy. Amen? We should not be what? ignorant concerning the devices of the enemy brothers and sisters there there is you, you hear me very carefully there is no natural cure for demon possession you cannot go down to the hospital and ask a doctor for a prescription to cast out a demon and these demons are still on earth today the only way a demon The only way demon possession or somebody can be freed from a demon is by the power that's in the name of Jesus. So one, God saw it fit to record it. But this is why another, thing, another reason came to my mind. Do you know that some people have no help until Christians show up? Just, just no help. You remember Naaman in 2 Kings chapter 5. Naaman had leprosy. The man had leprosy. Well-known, popular, rich. Mm -hmm. But he was a leper. And he needed help. Luckily, Naaman the Syrian, you can look at the story in 2 Kings 5. He went out, they went out and raided Israel and they, and, and they captured a young girl. And he, he was so nice to her, amen, that he told her about a hospital in Jerusalem. No, no, no. He told about Elisha, the man of God. <laughs> he didn't. Now, you know, we embrace doctors, all medical practitioners. Amen. We, but I'm just saying what the Bible says. The young lady did not tell him about the hospital in Jerusalem. She told him of a man who walked with God. 
they are men and women who walks with God. Amen. And they are able to allow the power of God to flow through them. Are you with me, saints? They've positioned themselves to allow God to flow through them. So she said, I know a human being like that. Back home. He's not here. Amen. Glory be to God. And so you know the story. Naaman went and he thought Elijah would come out because of his popularity. Amen. He thought his popularity, his wealth, well known in the community. Amen. He came out and he thought Elijah would wave his hands over him. But Elisha gave him an instruction. Glory be to Jesus. Because sometimes what's plaguing us on the inside is pride. It manifests in prophet. It manifests in leprosy. But that's what's on. Are you with me? So God, so, so the, uh, the man of God said to him, go dip seven times in dirty Jordan River. He said, Jordan River is too dirty. Why can't they send me? Yeah. You see, then that's, I'm, say, I'm about to get in, I'm still in the word. I'm just sharing with you, some people really need help, but they want to help their way. You see, opportunities come our way, and we lose because we are not ready mentally for the opportunities. Because sometimes they come with a little effort. You got to exercise some effort. Are you with me? You got to exercise what? Some effort. And we are not willing to do that. We want things our way. The only way you go, go, the only way and the only place I found out I can get things my way is at my house. With my wife if she agrees. But you cannot go anywhere else and get things your own way. You better, you get what I'm saying? I accepted that long time, a long, long time ago. Mm. So I'm talking about Naaman. So Naaman went down. He has an expectation. Because I'm well known. Because I've been there, over there. He just should wave his hands over me. <laughs> and they gave him an instruction to go humble yourself. The problem is all. The, the problem you see manifesting on the inside. is not really the, on the outside. That's not really the problem. It is not. It is a, it's an inner issue. The inner issue was pride. God wanted him to be humble. Mm-hmm. He went and refused to go to Jordan River to dip. And the young lady said to him, Master, if they had asked you to go conquer an army, wouldn't you have gone to conquer the army? What is it that you cannot go down in dirty Jordan and dip seven times? Why can't you just do that for, to, to be whole? Luckily, he listened. Some of us, we don't. Some of us have been through the school of hard knocks. Head busted, no teeth, no in the spirit I'm talking about. In the spirit, no eye walking around like a blind school. But we still would not learn from our errors and mistakes. Over the years, we keep carrying our same issue, place after place after place after place. I know because I did that. On one day, I just lie down. I lie possum on my back and say, Lord, you, you win. I will be a rag door. I'll be a rag in your house. But I'm going to do what you say to do. I, I say, God, I have no expectation except your expectation. I have no except who? Your expectation. I'll be a glove. I'll be anything you want me to be. 
My life changed. Amen. So he went down to Jordan. He dipped seven times. Seven times. He dipped six times, Mr. Howard. Nothing happened. The instruction was seven times. Hmm? And he dipped seven times. And the Bible said he came up and his skin was like a babe. That of a babe. Because he obeyed. How many of us can have things looking sweet like a baby? But you would not. You would not. And the devil knows that. The devil takes advantage of people. That's why I believe God recorded, recorded all the miracles that's in the Bible. Since you hear my heart, I'm just talking to you. Because you see, I meet people who need the Lord. People need the Lord. I meet people who are stressed. Mm-hmm. They are tossed to and fro by every whisper of the devil. The devil is whispering to them and they think they are in control. They are not in control. And you can see they are not in control. Because the gift of... There is a gift in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10. It's called the gift discerning of spirits. You know, brothers and sisters, it is not them who are, who's doing that. They got a whisper from hell. The devil recognizes and he knows our weak points. And he works with our weak points. He works with our expectations. Some of us have unreal expectations. And the devil will work us like a machine. Yeah, he'll work you like a machine. Are you with me? Are you? Let me, let, let, let me follow my text. Because I need you to understand what's happening. Because you see, because you see sometimes uh, people ask questions because... They hear me um, on via Facebook. I think I asked Mr. Howard when he came the first time. I said, how do you? I said, who invited you? He said, nobody. He said, I've been listening to you on Facebook. I said, praise the Lord. But some, a lot of people would, would meet me and tell me that. And then they asked me that question. And so I want to take some time to answer it. Because maybe a lot of people are asking the very same question. Mm-hmm. And it's not been addressed. I have seen people. Who are helpless and powerless. People. Are now committing suicide. Some way somehow the devil whispered to them it's over. I'm talking about. Amen. This is the gift. Another gift. Another gift, diverse kind. Uh, where is it? It's right, it's somewhere around here. Yeah, where, where is it? Third line, thank you. To another, discerning of what? Some people are gifted, Mr. Williams. With the, with the, some people have the gift of discernment. When a demon is in the house, they know. When an angel is in the house, they know. It is just God who give them that gift. And there are, there are spiritual leaders preaching against these. This is part of our inheritance. They are trying to disinherit us. Do you know how pow powerful it is to walk in a room and the Holy Ghost in you tells you there is another spirit in here. Do you know how advantageous that, that, that is? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Since we're in a wrestling match. And we go around like we're not in a match. We're at war. 
and the, 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 the place where we are losing is in the arena of our feelings. That's where we are losing. The devil is taking us out there. That's why the devil had the audacity to look at God with respect to Job and tell him, skin for skin. A man will give up everything he has. And he said, if you touch Job, he will curse you to the face. Because he know human beings are invested in their feelings. I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I. The devil knows that. And he's working that angle. He's working that angle. I'm here to expose his plan. Just like God recorded it. All these miracles. And I'm going to show you the difference between the palsy and being lame. These are two. Are you with me? So most people think that I look up the dictionary. Lame is the same as paralyzed. Not according to the Bible. Some of them are demonically influenced. Some are from injuries. Are you with me? There are people who are lame from injuries. There are people who are paralyzed from demonic possession. And they don't even know that. There is a big difference. Are you with me? So God went ahead and God is meticulously listing what demons do. So we can be aware. So we can take our authority. I can give you a young, a young lady's name. She is... She has the gift of discerning of spirits. And I'm saying to myself, God, God gives, it's just God. He gives whoever he uses to, he wishes to. But the thing is, we all have the ability. Are you with me? If we can just believe God. Because many of us, we've been from churches where they put a big divide between the laity and the clergy. In some churches, that's what they do. Are you with me? Listen to me. There is one superhero in this house. That's Jesus Christ. Are you with me, saints? One superhero in this house. And that's who? Jesus Christ. So, so I grew up in a church where they put a great divide between the laity and the clergy. So the laity would walk in. When they walk in the church, you can see them. They're chest out. Yes, they walk. Praise the Lord. And then on the other side, you have the lady. Meow. We are not much. And that is the problem. We need to empower the children of God. Everybody has access to God. Everybody. Tell them what they have. Tell us what we have. Don't put a divide between the lady. Can I say that? Sometimes you need to go down so we can understand who we are. And we all know who you are. We need to keep that in mind. When we try to behave, we are like we are more than one another. In some of these places, they do that. At the foot of the cross, we all stand on the same level. And we need to get that. I'm Our text says, he's listening for us. Uh, Acts chapter. I tell you, brothers and sisters, I'm so sorry. You know, the kind of thing. And the reason why my heart is aching is because I speak with these people. And they said to me, I can do that. I said, the Bible says, you got Philippians 4.13. You can do all things. Biblical illiteracy is pervading the church. 
Are you getting what I said? What biblical illiteracy is pervading the church? That's why I'm so hard and heavy on Bible reading. I can, yes, you can. Who told you you couldn't? The Bible tells you, and it's open-ended statement. I can do through Christ. Don't let anybody put a limit on that. Because as soon as they do, they are trying to disinherit you. Oh no, we have a rich spiritual inheritance. Fight for it. Protect it. Guard your heart. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. I've, I've met people who they've bought into a lie. Whispered to them by the devil. People who serve their feelings like it's a God. I speak to them you know, all the time, every day. And they are not even aware of it. Just whispers after whispers. Falling prey to whispers. So the Bible says, Many taken with palsies were healed. I looked at unclean spirits last week. I don't need to get into it. Amen. The second one, the second miracle we have here is, Many were taken what? Many were taken the palsy. The correct Greek reading here is many having been paralyzed, paralyzed, weakened, and feeble, disabled. People were rendered helpless, feeble knees. They were bedridden. Notice the Bible says they were what? They were healed. They were coming. They were coming out of wheelchairs. They were throwing away their walking sticks. Mm-hmm. The word often used. Listen, listen. The word often used the word paralyzed is often used in the context of people being rendered helpless helpless from fear of an enemy I get me this is the, the word paralyzed here often being used with helplessness from fear of an enemy not an injury or fear from a divine from a divine being that's what it means here paralyzed if you go back in the greek and you begin to study the word it is not from an injury it is from fear. Paralysis from fear. Paralysis from fear. Paralysis from a divine being. Let me show you this right here. In Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13. Can you go to Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13? Let me show you. Expose devil's work Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath day verse 11 and it says here and behold there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity how many years that word infirmity is from the same root word paralyzed I just read an infirmity 18 years and was what she was what bowed over and could in no wise lift herself up for how many years 18 years, they said she had scoliosis, right? Scoliosis is the curvature of the spine. I have an exhibit of what she might have been looking like. The doctor said the reason why she's bent over is because she had a scoliosis. Scoliosis is the curvature of the spine. Somebody who has the gift of discernment says no, she's demon possessed. Can you get my pointer please baby? Thank you. 
Bob the Hood. Look, look right here. 18 years walking like this. And they said the reason why is because here she has curvature of the spine. No, no, no. That's not the problem. She was demon possessed. I have an, another exhibit. What she might possibly look like. Mm -hmm. Right here. Just bent over. In a bar for, for, for how many years? Cannot look at somebody in the fist. 18 years. What's causing that? Not because she had no. Uh, not because her bone lacked. Lacked what? Sometimes they said your bones bend when it doesn't have any. Calcium, thank you. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't a calcium deficiency. That's what we said. Sometimes the body goes in the bone. It strips the bone of everything just for calcium. I, huh? Calciopurosis. That's what the doctor said she had. Jesus said no. She had a demon. You, 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 you see what's going on? And I'm telling you it is still happening today. There are still demons today. Distracting people. And enough time is not spent on exposing the tricks of the devil. And so God told me, let's take some time and go through that. Don't be in a hurry. Let's read through the text. For 18 years. 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. Cannot sleep. Do you know, what, do you know how difficult it is to sleep? Do you know the shame she carried? But she understood the importance of Hebrews 10.25. Do not forsake the gathering of yourselves. As some do, especially as you see the last days approaching. My mother said this to me, Mr. Mr. Williams. He said, she said, son, don't you ever miss a church service because you never know when God is going to break through for you. Let me tell you, I have, this is the best advice I've gotten. Because sometimes in church, the presence and power of God can be so strong that you get your deliverance right there. It may just be the night you said, I, I, I don't feel like, who cares about feelings? It's 2022. Jesus is on his way for the church. That was the best advice I got. My breakthroughs. <laughs> I've experienced right in church. I remembered, I won't, I remembered two years ago, we had a, a Wednesday night service and the presence of God took over and I was playing. God said to me tonight, there's no preaching. I said, well, you're in charge, boss. <laughs> so, so I said, what's going to happen? He told me there are some people here I need to open, to make a way for. So we begin to praise God. And all of a sudden the spirit of God said to me, uh, is there anybody who's been looking for an opportunity, a job? And I, everybody lined up. Either it's for a job or an, an, a, 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 for a raise or for an, a promotion. And I remember there was one young lady standing there. She had applied for a job and it was delayed for one year. And the Lord said to me, release that job. The next day, she got a call for an interview. Got hired on the spot. It was one. What if she had said, I'm not coming to church tonight? Now I know what's going on. Amen. 
You know the challenges we face now. But I just thought I would let you know that she understood that. And the Bible says, can you go to verse 12? Verse 12 says, verse 12 says, And when Jesus saw her, he called unto her because he, she came to the synagogue. Can you, let's go back to verse 11. So for contextual purposes. Verse, verse 10. Sorry. And he was teaching one in what? In one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. So one Saturday night or one Saturday, he was teaching in a particular church. Where he was? In church. He didn't go to a house. And poor lady, make her way through the crowd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Today we drive. But sometimes we still can't. Yes, yes. Um, let me leave that alone. Praise the Lord. And when Jesus saw her, compassion filled his heart. And he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Not loosed from scoliosis or loosed from what, 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 what is it called? Calciopurosis? No. Loose from the bondage that demons have you in. Demons are wicked. Wicked. They know they are going to hell. And they are trying to take everybody to hell with them. And if they cannot take you to hell with them, they will bring you hell on earth. But not me. Oh no, the devil is a liar and all his grandchildren. Glory be to God. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I've decided to follow Jesus. Amen? Amen. Oh, no, no. I'm not staying ignorant of the devices of the devil. No. Glory. I was sharing with the ministers yesterday that the Bible says it's not good for the soul to be without knowledge. God said it's not good to be biblically illiterate. That's what he says. So I'm going to fight. He said, woman, thou art loosed from your infirmity. Let's see what happened in verse 13. Verse 13, he says, and he laid his hands on her. He first spoke and then he touched her. <laughs> and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Immediately. She didn't get an injection. No, 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 no. No operation. Because it was demonically influenced. That's what the word paralysis means. We were looking at. A while ago in Acts chapter 8. Philip came, came in town. And people were loosed. Got up from wheelchairs. Mm -hmm. Throw away their walking sticks. Mm -hmm. People had a, a hearing aids. They got rid of that. Ah, God I give you praise. Mm, isn't God a wonderful God? And that same power Philip had resides in you and I. Resides in you and I. The problem is we just got to learn to believe it, brothers and sisters. We got to learn to believe it. Let me share with you the Bible. Faith, I heard Dr., the late Dr. Rogers said, faith is belief with legs on it. Faith is what? Belief with legs on it. Think of an iceberg. When you see an iceberg, you see the tip, right? But there is a world beneath the world beneath, that's belief. You don't see. You just see the tip, the action. 
That's what took out, that's what took out the, um, the Titanic. The captain of the Titanic. He was so proud. He said, not even God can sink that ship. God spoke to an iceberg. Can you please take care of that for me? You must watch who you. You must watch the captain. Ensure he's humble. Ensure they're saved. And pray if they say any stupid thing, God will forgive them. Well, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> Glory be to God. Not even God can sing the ship. God didn't have to come down and sink it. He just spoke to one of his birds. Anyhow. I feel the presence of the Lord. You hear me? So. Can I give you one more example? Let me give you one more example. Sin. So you can see I'm here to expose demonic activity. So you can take care of it when you, when, when you go home. Sometimes, sometimes we go to work and we get so harassed. It's not, and we forget we are, we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Amen. I think somebody was telling me about uh, uh, the, the, the supervisor or whoever. And the person said, I know that's not that person. Because that person is not like that. But that person got a whisper from the devil. And they just moved in the direction the devil told them to move. And sometimes they come back and they apologize. And they say, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. It's because they got a whisper from the devil. And that whisper evoked an emotion. Life is a game and you got to know how to play it. If you're feeling bad, check your thoughts. If you're angry, check your thoughts. <laughs> because that's the way it works. You got a thought, it evokes an emotion, and then an action, and then a character. Are you get what I'm saying? Watch your thoughts. That's why you cannot be so filled with yourself and what I want to do and where I want to go, what I want to get. Why don't you consider the person, the other person, maybe they are not that invested in your business. Mark chapter 9. Jesus is on a mountain praying. A Mount of Transfiguration. He took Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John with him. He left the nine pastors down at the bottom of the mountain. A man who had a son. <laughs> you got it. This is, this is a, a man who had a son who was demon possessed. Sometimes that demon threw the boy in the water to kill him, to drown him. Sometimes the demon threw the boy in the fire to drown him. To, sorry, to burn him up. But he jumped out. And the Bible says they brought the father hel helpless. A demon that's, you see, everybody's saying it's because he, he has, um, he has uh, epilepsy. Thank you so much. The doctor said he has a case, a high case, a serious case of epilepsy. No, Jesus said he had a demon. All that shaking and it's a demon. Are you with me, saints? You got to ask God, is that an injury? Or is that demonical influence? So he brought um, <laughs> his son to the nine disciples. I say nine pastors. The nine because on the mountain he has Peter, James, and John. So the nine others, amen, at the bottom. So he brought his son. Each of them come lay hands. Nothing happened. Bartholomew say, it's my turn. Nothing happened. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. But you got to work with them because they were still in training. Are you getting what I'm saying? You got to work with us because some of us are still in. 
Some of us, we haven't gotten it as yet. Some of us, we haven't owned it. <laughs> it hasn't become ours. Amen. We are getting there. Amen. But when you do own it, brothers and sisters, you can lose it. So they, they all took turns and nothing happened. Jesus came down from the mountain. He saw the Pharisees inter, interrogating them. Saying, you all, you all think you all got power. Look, he's here. And Jesus came and said, why are you questioning my disciples? And they, they were quiet because they realized the real deal is around. Yeah, you see, people know the real deal. He came and... No, but everybody was quiet. And so the man who brought his son said, Master, I brought my son to your disciples to be, to be healed. And they, and they could not. And Jesus said, oh, you faithless and perverse generation, Lord Jesus. Because Jesus had an expectation for his disciples to heal them. How many of you would agree Jesus has expectations for us? He does. I mean, he expects us to do the things he did. Jesus said in Matthew, I think in Matthew chapter 28, is it 28, 18? He said, all power. After he rose from that, he said, all power. And that word power here is, is it's exousia, not dunamis. Exousia means not only power, but the authority. I have the power jurisdictionally. Over, ah, oh God, I give you praise. I am not limited to a local put ah, glory be to God. I have all power. Oh, glory be. Are you with me? Some judges have powers in certain cities and in certain states. Jesus said, No, 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 no. I have all power. <laughs> oh, God, I give you praise. And the one who had all power showed up. <laughs> How many of you love the Lord? Hey, and the one who has all power lives in us. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. That problem we are going through, or you may think that's uh, beyond you, it's in the grasp of God. It's in the grasp of God. Jeremiah 32 27. Behold, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? Anything. I can give you a baby at 55. I can give you a baby at 60. Sarah had hers at 99. If you got a baby at 60, you, you, you still got 60, 40. You still got 60 more years. You got 120. Are you with me? You got 60 more years to go and enjoy that baby. Bless them and go home to meet the Lord. Are you with me? Glory be to God. At 120, you just say, I'm going home. <laughs> I had a good run with you all, but I got to go. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob called all his sons <laughs> and he said I, I, I'm going home let me bless you all I cannot stand this earth anymore in Genesis 49 he said I gotta go he said my pilgrimage has been 130 years he said but I'm done with this earth I gotta go meet the real deal while you boys stay here and fight I gotta go 
<laughs> oh, we serve such a wonderful Savior. Men sense we got it going on. Hallelujah. But we need to get it. And keep it. Are you with me? Let it penetrate. Drive it deep down in the soil of your heart. Let it germinate. And we said yesterday, the way you do that is through what? Meditation. You stay on that word. You stay on that word. You see yourself doing it. You see yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. You see yourself walking with power. You see yourself laying hands. And it will happen. Because you got to go there in your mind first. If you've never seen yourself laying hands, you will never lay hands. You'll be in the store buying in the 7-Eleven, getting yourself a bottle of water. And somebody says, you have a headache. And if you've never seen yourself laying hands, you'll say, me too. What type of headache? <laughs> you got, <laughs> How do I know that? I did it. <laughs> All what I'm telling you, I did. That's why I said, <laughs> we got to grow. I, and I'm not ashamed to say I did it because now, when I was a child, <laughs> amen, there was a time when Peter cursed and left, but there was a time when Peter walked in Jerusalem and his shadow fell on everybody and they got healed. Just his shadow. He had grown. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, this man came to Jesus and he said, my son could not be healed. He's never said anything but about the apostles. He just said, I'm looking for help. Amen. And we are told here, and one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought, well, I have brought my son, uh, which hath a dumb spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is what he said. And wheresoever the man would be in the library, that demon was a wicked demon, embarrassing the family. He would, be in, he would take his son to the library, and while they're checking out a book, the demon would just strike. And notice what the Bible said. He teareth him up. In other words, the little boy would fall down and start to shake and roll. And while he's shaking and rolling, his teeth, his jaws are clinching. And while he's doing that, the spit from the throth coming out from his mouth. And the father cannot do anything. He's just embarrassed. You'll excuse me. I'm so sorry. He has a sickness. I'm so. Now tell me why the devil would embarrass somebody like that. T tell me why would you do that? That is why God gave us the Holy Spirit. Amen. And power to help people. This man was helpless. Mm -hmm. And he said it, he, he pineth away. He said after the devil strike, the boy would lie there like he's dead. Mm? Strike and, and, and after behave. Like he's still in there. He's messing with the man's family. He said the demon is in there. <laughs> Let me be quiet. I'm going to strike again when they go to the bank. <laughs> Let's continue quickly. And the pineapple, when I spoke to, I spoke to the, your, your disciples that they should cast him out and they could not. Can you go to verse 19? He answered and said unto him, O faceless generation, how long? Jesus is expressing his disappointment. Amen? Praise the Lord. There's nothing wrong with that. He never said anything about his disciples. He's just expressing his disappointment because he wants to go back to meet his father. And he said, I thought I'd pass on what I came to pass on. But it seems like they still haven't gotten it. So let me just, let me just, um, let me express myself a bit. Nothing wrong with that. To express yourself. You better express yourself. 
<laughs> Amen. So and 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 um and they brought him unto Jesus. They brought him unto Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, when the demon through the little boy saw Jesus, straight away the spirit what tore him up again. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. That is what the disciples got scared of. That's what they saw, and it affected their faith. Put yourself in the disciples' position. You're at the gas station. Mm -hmm. They know you're Christian. A man brought his son and said, Can you pray for my son? I know you're Christian. I saw you. I know you profess faith. He has a day. And as soon as he said that, the boy fell to the ground, began to roll and scream with foam. What would you do? Some people say, and run. Notice what Jesus did. Jesus gave the boy his back. He's not going to be distracted. <laughs> uh, he's not going to let that enter his eye gate to be distracted. So he gave the boy his back and he began talking to the father. Look, right here, look at the technique right here. Verse 21. <laughs> and he asked his father. Yeah, he began to talk to the boy's father. Forget that. That's no big deal. Oh, be careful what you see. It can affect your faith. And he asked his father, how long is it since this came upon him? And he said, of a child. From the time the boy was a child. And the father said, oftentimes it cast him into the fire, trying to kill the boy. And into the waters, trying to drown him. But if you can do anything, Jesus, have compassion on us. Help us. It's been long, it's been hard. <laughs> Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe. All things are to whom them that believe. Who said that? Was it God or God? You all should say God because Jesus is God. Let me try that again. Who said that? Was it God or God? God. Jesus is God. If thou canst believe. Jesus said it's not on me alone. It is not on me alone. You got to partake in your deliverance. You got to be a participant in your deliverance. In your family's deliverance. So Jesus said, if you can believe. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. You know, you, I, I hear people saying the exact, the exact opposite. Well, Lord, it's you, it's you, it's you. God is not, God is waiting on us. He's waiting on us to show up. Amen. He said, no, don't, don't put it all on me. You, have, you are his father. You have authority over him. You have, I gave you authority over that son. You can speak to that boy and change his life. Well, all you got to do is believe. That's the power parents have over their kids. But they don't know it. <laughs> you have no... <laughs> yeah, let me say, oh God, I give you praise. You, you all have some kids that are just telling you whatever they want, how they want. You shut them down in the spirit. Well, well, or not. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. And so if thou canst believe, and listen to what the father said. The father said, listen, listen, listen. Verse 24. And straightway the father of the child cried and said, with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. Hey, hey, hey. He said, in me there is both belief an unbelief. That's why I told you 
that if you tell me you believe and nothing is happening, I'm staying with the Bible. Because God just told us here, in people, there is both belief and unbelief. It doesn't matter how much I tell you with the mouth, I believe. Right here. Some of them have belief and unbelief. And when you get rid of that unbelief, when you are fully invested, when you don't care, you, you see, we haven't get to the point where, really, where, we, where we realize God is our help. We still have something somewhere. We still have resources we can go to. But when you recognize, if I'm going to come out of this, if I'm going to get this, it has to be God. Then you will pour your heart into it. Let me say that. Then you will pour your heart into it. <laughs> you got to pour your heart. Help thou mine unbelief. Notice, notice verse 25. Verse 25 says, And when Jesus saw nosy folk running, they're coming to see. <laughs> and Jesus has to do what he has to do quickly because right in the immediate vicinity, faith is being built. Look, brothers and sisters, it's not, it's not having a lot of faith because Jesus said, If you have faith as the grain of a Mark 11. You shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. If you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, what you need a lot of is belief. He didn't say if you have belief like a mustard seed. No, you need belief like an iceberg beneath water. And that belief with action will release the power of God called faith. It'll change your situation. Ah. God, I give you praise. Demon will be flying as you, as you come by. Oh, here is a believer here. We got to go. Here is a believer. They'll be squealing living. We've got to go, you all. We got to go. Look, here is a true believer. Oh, glory. Somebody who's not afraid to call on the name of Jesus in the supermarket, in the convenience store, at Walmart. Somebody who's fully invested. Oh, God, I give you praise. And so, and so, uh, when Jesus saw that people came running together, because where there is unbelief, very little miracles happen. They are not coming there because they believe. They're just nosy. Nosy folks, amen? So Jesus said, the nosy crowd is coming. Let me deal with that quickly and move on. So he rebuked the spirit, saying, Thou deaf, dumb and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter what? No more. Because, you know, they can come back. Yeah, he said... And the spirit cried. What the spirit did? Cried. It shrieked. And rent him so. The, Bible, the, the little boy's body began to levitate and hit the ground while the spirit was living. That's what the Greek term means to come up from the ground and coming up. Just because he's coming out, he's mad. He's been there a long time and he's comfortable. He's been home from the, boy was a, from the time the boy was a child. Now you asking me to leave my house? It still happens today. 
There are people today who are still depressed. Demonically possessed. And not all depression is demonically possessed. But brothers and sisters, you need to check yourself. Let me say that again. Not all depression is demonically possessed. Amen? I, get, I need to say that. Some people are really ill. Ill because they think on the wrong things too much. Ill because they do what? Think, I was just talking to a nurse recently and she said to me, people are coming to the hospital and their hearts. She said to me, people destroy their hearts. And I said, what is the cause? She said, all of us know it's because of stress. She said they carry weight. They carry because family pe people are doing them wrong. Amen. They have expectation of people and family and friends and kids. And then, uh, and then when, when people don't treat them the way, they go thinking about it. <laughs> I thought they were my family. I thought they liked me and so on and so forth. And then that pressure comes on their heart. And the reason why is because of what they're thinking. If they say, who's my family? Like Jesus. You know? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. The, the devil tried to get Jesus depressed. <laughs> Take a lesson from Jesus. The, yeah, his family came. All of them came lined up. And you know sometimes he's preaching. Mary saying, that's my boy. Can you let me pass please? Can you let me pass? I need to come. And, and all of them behind her coming. Amen. Somebody came and said, Jesus, your family here. Jesus said, who's my family? <laughs> Ah, I'm not getting depressed at the house. They were giving him so much trouble. <laughs> Jesus is in one room. They are passing. Lay hands on me. <laughs> Read Psalm 69. They will he'll tell you how they taunted him. Psalm 69 is Jesus, the Holy Ghost, through David telling us how they harassed Jesus at his house. That's what they told him. Yeah, because they thought Mary had an affair. They say, we know who's daddy, Joseph is, who's yours? Trying to get the boy depressed. But he had something for them. He said, who's my family? There that do the will of God. Some of you come to church thinking church people is your, fam is, is your enemy. I used to think like that because of the teachings I used to get. Amen. Now my heart flutters when I'm on my way to church. I'm coming to meet God's people. People who are full of the Holy Ghost. People who can lay hands on me. The Bible calls them a peculiar people. A chosen generation. You, you, let me tell you, when you do not know God's word and God's word is not circulating in your mind, you can be a Christian behaving like a devil. I'm telling you, saints, it's going to take a little time. I'm telling you where I've been and how God, has, God, how God has helped me get out of that. Used to be on my knees saying, God, I'm a Christian. Why am I thinking about my brother like that and my sister? Because of the teaching and the people I flocked around. I lose myself from all. I stop calling them. I stop talking to them. I'm done with the So, the spirit cried and rent him so and came out of him and he would behave like he was dead. In so much that many said, he's dead. They said, he's dead. They said, finally, that fool is dead. 
He was going to try and embarrassing us in the village. And you know what happens? Whenever the father took the boy to the grocery store and the devil tore him up, everybody gathered around and they're watching. And the father is there. You know how embarrassing that is? You know the thoughts that was going through the father's head given to him by the devil? Why me? Everybody has a normal child. Why me? Many of us have said, why me? Everybody had a husband. Why me? I can, I can take it deeper, you know. Why me? You know why? Because God, do you want the John the Baptist type of husband or you want anything? Can I say that again? Do you want a John the Baptist type of husband? A quality man? I get what I'm saying. Oh, 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 everybody has a wife but me. Do you want a Proverbs 31 woman? Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you want that? <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. I had people telling me that. <laughs> and while I was saying, I said, God, can you help me? Help me, help me. God said, tell them. Do you want a gender Baptist type of husband? I said, ah, that's a good one, Lord. That's a good one, Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, I know where my help comes from. I know how to lean on the Lord. And when he does, he makes you look good. You get the glory. You get the praise. You get the honor. I just want to say thank you. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11 and the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. 